A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, this is Top Stories. I'm Andy Zaltzman, rummaging around in the archives of the Bugle podcast once more. In April 2017, I was in Australia when there were debut appearances for two new Bugle co-hosts. Welcome to David O'Doherty and Tom Ballard. It was issue 4023 entitled World Turned Upside Down. Top story this week, Andy. Australia exists. Yep. <laughs> now, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to relate to the UK and US audiences like Australian politics. I'm not sure if there's going to be much crossover there. But like right. in Australia, we're ruled over by rich white neoconservatives who are slaves to corporate interests. We have an opposition party that's lurched to the right, been plagued with leadership instability. The Murdoch media empire has conquered and poisoned public debate. We have a whiny and ineffective progressive movement, and our deep-seated xenophobia has manifested itself in the rise of right-wing populism and the cruel and racist demonization of refugees. Right. <laughs> Okay, so... Don't ring uh, any bells? Well, I mean, there's only one thing I can say to that, and that is this. Lenin alert, Lenin alert. Attention, <laughs> comic, attention, comic, Lenin alert. The Bolsheviks are at the gate. <laughs> attention, comic, attention, comic, Lenin alert. The Bolsheviks are right. at the gate. Lenin Don't bring alert. that lefty shit here, mate. <laughs> attention, comic, Don't bring Lenin that alert. audio shit here. The Bolsheviks oh, yeah. are at the gate. Lenin alert.
Albert. We love the Prime Minister in uh, Australia. We've had uh, we've churned through five in the past ten years. Yes, when I was last here, two thousand and seven. Yep. Uh, well, when I lasted the full festival, I think Kevin Rudd had just taken over. Yep. From John Howard. Yes. And he got into power, really running an extremely strong "I am not John Howard." <laughs> Campaign. It's his top qualification. Then, then he was ousted by Julia Gillard, yep. who really played the I'm not Kevin Rudd card pretty, pretty damn hard. Yeah, really good. Then Rudd counter-ousted Gillard, saying, I'm not Julia Gillard. Yes. Then, Unfortunately, he was Kevin Rudd, though. Uh, he was Kevin Rudd, and yep. this is what was then exploited by Tony Abbott, who right. said, I'm neither Gillard nor Rudd. Yes. <laughs> and now we have Malcolm Turnbull, who's basically got him by saying, I am just absolutely anyone who is prepared to do this f***ing <laughs> job. That, I mean, is that, it's a dance as old as democracy itself. But have I basically summarised that? That's pretty much it. Yes, you should right. write a book about that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, well, Tony uh, Abbott was too right wing. You see, far too, far too far to the right. Too right wing. So for thank Australia, you. Yeah, for Australia, yeah. Wow. So we fortunately replaced him with a millionaire <laughs> who likes locking up refugees and giving tax cuts to corporations. Thank God for the sensible centre. Uh, one of the outrageous lies of Australian politics is that the Conservative Party are called the Liberal Party here. Yes. It's very confusing. And then the ultra-Conservative Party here are the Conservative Party. Well, there's now the Australian Conservatives, which was Cory Bernardi, who's, you know, you know, like gay marriage will lead to bestiality level crazy. <laughs> he left the, the Liberal Party because they were too right-wing for him, and he set up the Australian Conservatives. Right. Too left-wing left for him. Yes, too, too, yeah, yes, too yeah. left-wing, yes. But that's... Uh, did he genuinely say that, that gay marriage will lead to bestiality? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Sent to the backbench. <laughs> Not fired. Backbench, please. Right. I mean, I don't know if you've been to Ireland in the last year, but there's a lot of livestock getting boned there <laughs> is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we we legalised gay marriage and Brexit happened. Oh. <laughs> Join the dots, people. <laughs> Join the... It causes earthquakes. Political ones. <laughs> Uh, we love our racism here in Australia. Uh, we like, we, I think we like the barefaced stuff, none of this casual covert stuff, okay? Out of the open, little less dog whistling, little more blackface on national television. Okay, that's kind of the vibe we're going for. And I would, I would put our racism up there with the best in the world, David. The best. If there was a racism Olympics, we wouldn't go. There'd be foreigners there. But you could tell. We'd have a great time. Uh, a leading racist at the moment is a woman by the name of Pauline Hanson. God rest her soul. Sorry. She's our Nigel Farage, our Gert Wilders, our Donald Trump. Although, like any Australia adaptation of anything overseas, it's a bit shit. She is the Australia's Got Talent of politics. No good. She has praised Vladimir Putin. She suggested vaccines cause autism. And last year, when she was giving her address to the Australian Senate and making her political comeback, she was in the Parliament of the 90s, she said simply, I have two words for you. I'm back, but not alone. <laughs> and I've got one word for that quote. It is really stupid. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Putin. We should uh, point out from a, a point, because I know a lot of you listeners use the Bugle as a, as a historical record as much as anything else. Uh, as we record, the US has just launched missile attacks on Syria in response to the Assad regime's use of chemical weapons. That is Syria in the Middle East. And that is the same Assad whose principal ally is Vladimir Putin and Russia. But don't worry, buglers. It will all be fine. What could possibly go wrong with that? And it'll all be fine because we've put some music on to suggest that it will all be fine. <laughs> and because we are currently physically in Australia, which is A, the world's ninth happiest nation, and B, miles from anywhere. So, there we go. I've got some Australian politics facts. Go on, then. Australian politics fact one. If they, if one party doesn't get an overall majority in the Australian elections, they form a coalition. <laughs> very good, <laughs> very good. I like that, David. I mean, that 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 does fit into the 
the overall ethos of this show, you know. <laughs> Which is uh, terrible puns masquerading as satire. Shh. Yeah. My view of Australian politics, having got here uh, last week, there's a hell of a lot of abuse in Parliament. Yes. The abuse in, in British Parliament tends to be slightly camouflaged <laughs> under vaguely parliamentary language. Mm. In Australia, they pretty much just call each other <laughs> to each other's face. <laughs> Well, yes, I think the uh, Green senator uh, got up uh, the other day and was talking about uh, when he was a lecturer talking to his students about the state of the Great Barrier Reef and what was going to happen to it, and him and the and the uh, students collectively cried, and the conservative side of the parliament burst out laughing, <laughs> and one got up and genuinely offered him a hanky. <laughs> so that's good, you know, some good schoolyard bullying's right. going on. Uh, Mark Latham, the former Labour leader who was very close to beating John Howard in in the election, could have been our prime minister has recently been fired in disgrace from the Sky News uh, channel for calling a student who released a video promoting feminism for International Women's Day as gay. Oh, my <laughs> Genuinely said I thought he was gay. Right. Normally, That's... if you're like a bully as an adult, you, the age of your victims grows up with you too. But oh, he right. seems to just keep <laughs> focusing on the high school level of the abuse, which is extraordinary. So what is happening with marriage equality in this country? If there is going to be a referendum. <laughs> there is going to be... Uh, is it uh, is it a referendum? No, there was a plebiscite, which was going to be like a, a nationwide opinion poll, but that got voted down because the gays uh, didn't like it either because they thought that the publicly funded campaign of talking about how horrible everything was would be damaging and yes. they could just do it any time they like and have a free vote in parliament. Right. It is extraordinary. The prime minister, the leader of the opposition and the Australian people all support marriage equality, but we still can't do it. That's democracy, <laughs> baby! <laughs> it's quite an odd battleground to still be... I mean, when you've been beaten... By Britain to legalise it, and and by Ireland, as David said. I mean, that is the real miracle yeah. that we, the most monocultural country in the world ever, the only country in the world where parsley was regarded as a spice <laughs> until recently, <laughs> managed to pull it off. That should be the inspiration everyone else needs. That's, I mean, particularly as this is a country so large that if anyone had a, a you know, real, genuine, massive objection to gay marriage, they could quite easily just move to somewhere a minimum of 200 miles away from the nearest possible gay. <laughs> so you would have thought this Australia should have been leading the way, Tom. Thanks for uh, mentioning my show title, Nearest Possible Gay. <laughs> I appreciate that. Tickets on sale now, coming to Edinburgh 2017. I mean, you say that, but Australia is also full because I've been watching some of the anti-refugee stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would be the difficulty of moving because it is ram-packed. <laughs> yeah. You take yeah. a train out into the outback now, it's just lines of people yeah. crushed together in fields. There, six, like there are six refugees in the studio right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Very Bangladesh annoying. multiplied by itself. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about uh, like corporations getting on board the marriage equality movement from Qantas and these CEOs coming out in, in support of it. They're doing it because it's the right thing to do for their profits. <laughs> Shareholders, more like careholders. <laughs> And Airbnb recently announced they'll be selling specially crafted acceptance rings in support of the cause. So the ring forms an incomplete circle. There's a little gap representing the gap that's currently in our marriage laws. And the words, until we all belong, are engraved on the interior, which, if you ask me, sounds f***ing gay. (laughs) (laughs) And there was this anti-same-sex marriage campaigner, Sophie York. She went on television. She was concerned about the rings, David, you see, because... (laughs) <laughs> she was worried that people might feel pressured into buying them if employees started selling them at work, but also it could be an OH&S issue. I mean, the gap could catch. That ring could catch on things. We need to think about the impact on the worker. Good thinking, Sophie York. 
It's easy to imagine a scenario where one of those poofter rings could seriously endanger someone's life, whether they're a plumber fixing a tap or a proctologist conducting a rectal examination. Although I'm sure the gay lobby would bloody love that, wouldn't they? Sick weirdos. I say all rings should be closed so that no one gets caught on pesky equality. Also, black civil rights campaigner, stop sitting up the front of the bus. You are distracting the driver. <laughs> I think if Airbnb was serious, they'd release a you know, limited edition cock ring. I think that would... <laughs> Can we family show? Sorry, maybe Andy. that could be the next the next bit of bugle merchandise. <laughs> it's great that Airbnb have a social conscience, considering they're based in Dublin, so they pay zero tax anywhere because <laughs> of a dodgy tax. deal they've done with the Irish government. So everyone's banging on about Ireland because you know the company tax cuts just got through last last week here, and they're like, "Look at what's happened with Ireland. They lowered their company tax rate, and now everybody's there." But then they don't even pay tax to you guys, do they? No. The, um, Apple own, I believe, uh, owe $18 billion to the Irish government. Or it, the EU has ruled against Apple owing this quantity. But the money is stateless. It doesn't exist. It just sort of sits in a, a drone that's holding it somewhere over the mid-Atlantic. <laughs> uh, so we're never going to get to see it. Uh, but we are the absolute patsies for – I think we are just – Really impressed when Americans say they want to come to Ireland and open a company there. We go, ah, don't worry about tax. We get you, get you back in a few years. Thank you for listening, Buglers. Now go and tell all your friends about this show and or leave a review or nice comment somewhere that might be useful. Thank you. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.